0: I'm thrilled to have like you all here today as we dive into this fascinating world of mental well-being and its impact on our overall happiness and success. So to start our discussion, let's first understand the importance of a healthy mind. Our minds are incredibly powerful and they have a profound influence on every aspect of our life. A healthy mind allows us to think clearly and make sound decisions and navigate challenges with resilience. So it enables us to maintain positive relationships, pursue our goals, and find fulfillment in our personal and professional endeavors. So now let's explore our key first discussion like areas which we'll be talking about, like self-awareness and all mind-body connections, everything. So let's one by one uh, understand all these things and in the end, there are a few points uh, which I'll be sharing which will be beneficial and those are the key takeaways, I would say. And also I'll be sharing a few uh, real-life examples that will be beneficial and uh, definitely those are actually Cases which will guide you, like in those scenarios. So, let's understand first the mind body connection. So, mind body connection is a key area, like that highlights the interplay between our mental and physical health and its impact on our overall well being. It explores the intricate relationships between these two aspects and shed light on how. They work together to shape our lives. So the mind-body connection refers to the communication and influence that occurs between our thoughts, emotions and physical body. So it emphasizes that our mental and emotional uh, uh, states can significantly affect our physical health and vice versa. Obviously. So, by recognizing and nurturing this connection, we can optimize our well being in a holistic manner. So, for example, like stress is a common mental health concern that all can have profound effects on the body. So, when we experience chronic stress, it can manifest in physical symptoms such as headaches, muscle tension digestive issues and uh, like compromised immune functions so by managing stress through various techniques like mindfulness exercise and relaxation practices we can alleviate these physical symptoms and improve our overall well-being so similarly uh, engaging in regular physical activity has been shown to have positive effects on mental health like exercise releases endorphins which is known as feel-good hormones which can boost mood and reduce symptoms of depression and anxiety by incorporating physical activity into our routine or daily lives we can enhance our mental well-being and experience greater vitality so furthermore the mind-body connection extends to the impact of our thoughts and beliefs on our physical health. Studies have shown that uh, positive thinking and optimism can contribute to better cardiovascular health, immune system function and even longevity. So on the other hand as well, negative, uh, like negative thoughts and self-limiting beliefs can create stress responses in the body and potentially lead to a range of physical health issues. So let's understand like the nurturing mind-body connection, we can adopt practices that promote overall well-being. So uh, if I if I talk about some examples of such practices, which will be kind of like mindful and meditation. So these practices involves cultivating present moment awareness and non-judgmental observations of uh, thoughts and sensations. So they can help reduce stress, enhance focus, and promote emotional resilience. Also, we can talk about emotional regulation. So developing skills to identify and manage emotions effectively can positively impact both mental and physical health. So like techniques, uh, there could be techniques which can talk about like deep breathing, journaling, and uh, seeking support from therapists or support groups. Because there are a lot of support groups are available nowadays, and uh, there is no harm to reach out to them. It's it's okay. Like this is this is not a negative thing. This is something not a uh, crime. You can reach out to. You can reach uh, reach out to people. You can reach out to person whom you believe the most. So, like the, these ways, support groups can contribute to emotional well-being. Healthy uh, lifestyle choices will also uh, be a part of it. I would say, like. Uh, Engaging in regular physical activity, maintaining a balanced diet, and getting sufficient sleep and avoiding harmful substances uh, can support both mental and physical health. So, these lifestyle choices can optimize the mind body connection and promote overall well being. So, holistic approaches like integrating complementary practices uh, like yoga, tai chi, and aromatherapy. Uh, can further enhance the mind body connection. So these practices actually focuses on energy flow, relaxation, and stress reduction, promoting a sense of harmony between the mind and body. So like by acknowledging and prioritizing the mind body connection, we can actually in- make informed choices to support our overall well-being and always remember that taking care of our mental and physical health goes hand in hand and nurturing this connection can lead to a more fulfilling and balanced life. So this is all about like uh, like mind-body connection and uh, let's also understand like what is the science of mindfulness. So science of mindfulness is kind of explores the transformative uh, effects of mindfulness practices and uh how they can positively impact various aspects of our lives so like mindfulness refers actually to the practice this is the practice of being fully present and uh uh, non-judgmentally aware of our thoughts emotions and sensations in the present moment so it involves uh intentionally directing our attention the present cultivating a sense of acceptance and curiosity and that developing a non-reactive stance towards our experiences so one of the significant benefits of mindfulness is its ability to reduce stress so when we engage in mindfulness practices We train our minds to focus on the present moment rather than getting caught up in worries and about the past or future or whatever it is. So this shift in attention can actually help break the cycle of stress and anxiety which allows us to experience a greater sense of calm and relaxation for example let me also share an example like research has shown that mindfulness-based stress reduction programs can significantly reduce the perceived stress and improve overall well-being by practicing mindfulness regularly individuals have reported a decrease in stress-related symptoms like tension uh, irritability and sleep disturbances So, enhancing focus and concentration is another key benefit of mindfulness. So, in a world filled with distractions, cultivating mindfulness can help us develop the ability to direct and sustain our attention on the task at hand. So, by training our minds to stay present and non-judgmentally, observe our thoughts and distractions which can improve our focus and productivity. So for instance, like studies have demonstrated that mindfulness practices such as mindfulness meditation or uh, breathing exercises can enhance cognitive function, attention control and working memory. These practices allow individuals to become more attuned to their mental processes better regulate their attention and improve the ability to concentrate so mindfulness of i mean fosters emotional resilience by helping individuals develop a healthier relationship with their emotions by cultivating awareness and acceptance of our emotions at the present moment or in the present, present moment we can respond to challenging situations with greater clarity and emotional balance. Let me also share an example. Like, uh, according to the research, it suggests that mindfulness-based interventions can reduce symptoms of depression and anxiety. So by observing the thoughts and emotions without judgment, individuals can actually develop a more compassionate and non-reactive stance towards their inner experiences. This kind of shift in perspective can actually help individuals navigate difficult emotions and build emotional resilience over time. So incorporating mindfulness practices into daily life can take various forms such as mindfulness meditation as we are discussing, mindful eating, So, paying attention to the sensory experience of eating such as uh, taste, texture smell of the food, can cultivate mindfulness during meals and foster a healthier relationship with food. Mindful movement also we can say like engaging in activities like uh, yoga, tai chi, walking, meditation where attention is directed to the body's movement and sensations can integrate mindfulness into physical exercise. Breathing is the topmost thing. So taking intentional deep breaths and bringing awareness to the sensation of breathing can anchor the mind to the present moment and reduce stress. So by incorporating mindfulness practices into our lives, we can reduce stress, enhance focus and foster emotional resilience. These transformative effects can actually lead to a greater sense of well-being and improved mental health and more fulfilling life now let's talk about or also understand the resilience how to build the resilience so building resilience is also very crucial it's a kind of skill i would say that empowers uh, individuals to navigate life's challenges with grace and bounce back stronger so it involves developing a mindset and adopting strategies that promote adaptability, emotional strength, and the ability to overcome adversity. Resilience actually allows us to face the setbacks, stress, and difficult circumstances with resilience. Ultimately, it leads to personal growth and more fulfilling life. So one of the key strategies for building resilience is cultivating a growth mindset. So, this mindset actually involves believing in our ability to learn, grow, and adapt. It actually encourages us to view challenges as opportunities for growth rather than in certain times, obstacles. So by embracing our growth mindset, we become more open to learning from failures, seeking solutions, and persisting through difficulties. Let me also share an example into it. So let's consider a person who faces a setback in their career, okay? Such as uh, not getting promotion they are hoping for. So someone with a resilient mindset and a growth mindset would view this setback as a chance to reflect on their skills, seek feedback, and identify areas for improvement. They would, or maybe the individual would approach the situation with a determination, adaptability, and a focus on learning and personal development. Another strategy um, for building resilience is practicing self-compassion. So it is it also involves like treating ourselves with kindness, understanding and acceptance, especially during challenging times. So it means acknowledging that setbacks and failures are a part of life, and offering ourselves support and encouragement instead of self-criticism. For instance, uh, let's imagine a student who receives a lower grade than expected on an important exam. So, rather than uh, like berating themselves and uh, dwelling on their pers- uh, I mean perceived failure, a resilient individual practicing self-compassion would respond with self-care and understanding. So that individual would remind themselves that setbacks are a normal part of learning process and they would use the experience as an opportunity to identify areas for improvement and develop effective study strategies. So building a strong support network is crucial for resilience. So, having a a reliable network of friends, family, mentors, or support groups can provide emotional support, guidance, and perspective during challenging times. Sharing our experiences, seeking advice, and receiving encouragement from others can help us to navigate difficulties and build resilience. So, for example, uh, during a difficult period of life, such as the loss of a loved one, having a supportive network can provide comfort, understanding and a sense of belonging. So by reaching out to others for support, sharing our grief and receiving empathy, we can find strength in our connections and better cope with the challenges that we face. Additionally, um, practicing stress management techniques such as mindfulness, uh, Relaxing exercises and physical activity can help build resilience. This kind of uh, like uh, like this kind of techniques allows us to regulate our emotions, reduce stress levels, and maintain a sense of calm during turbulent times. So, by proactively managing stress, we can prevent it from overwhelming us and maintain our resilience. Like. Uh, Let's also take an instance like engaging in regular physical exercise not only improves the physical health, but also releases endorphins that boost mood and reduce stress. So taking breaks from relaxation, practicing deep breathing exercises or engaging in activities like yoga or meditation can also promote resilience by providing a sense of calm and mental clarity. So there is also also uh, about positive psychology. So when we're talking about engaging physical activities, uh, relax sessions, mind-body connection, so let's also understand the psychology behind it. So a positive psychology is a kind of uh, area that focuses on understanding the factors that contribute to happiness, well-being, and flourishing in individuals so it explores the power of positive thinking gratitude and optimism in promoting mental well-being and a fulfilling life so by harnessing these concepts and practices we can actually cultivate a positive mindset that enhances our overall mental health and experience greater life satisfaction positive thinking uh, involves Consciously adopting a positive and optimistic outlook on life. Uh, So it is about kind of reframing the negative situations or thoughts into into, uh, more positive and empowering ones. So by cultivating positive thinking, we can shift our mindset and develop a more optimistic view of ourselves and others and the world around us. So, for example, when uh, we face a... When faced with a challenging situation, such as uh, losing a job, right? A person who practices positive thinking would focus on the potential for new opportunities and growth rather than dwelling on the loss. So they would approach the situation with resilience, uh, seeking lessons and view- viewing it as a kind of stepping stone to something better. So gratitude is another powerful aspect of positive thinking or maybe I would call it positive psychology. So it involves acknowledging and appreciating the positive aspects of our lives, expressing the gratitude for the people, experiences and things we have. So practicing gratitude has been shown to enhance the well-being, reduce stress and improve overall mental health. So, for instance, like um, keeping a g- gratitude journal, where one writes uh, write down like they are grateful for each day, uh, can shift attention towards positive aspects of life and foster a sense of contentment. So, by consciously acknowledging and expressing gratitude, individuals can actually cultivate a more positive and appreciative outlook of life. So, optimism also is a very uh, active part of positive psychology or positive thinking because it involves maintaining a positive expectations for the future, believing in one's ability to overcome challenges, and perceiving the setbacks as temporary and manageable. So, optimistic individuals tend to approach difficulties with the resilience and persistence, So, which can actually contribute to improved mental well-being. So also, uh, let me share an example on this. So uh, in the face of a setback, such as uh, not getting a- accepted into a desired academic program, or, or like an optimistic person in this situation, what will do. So an optimistic person would view it as a temporary setback and maintain a belief in their abilities. So they would more likely to like, like persevere, seek alternative paths, and maintain hope for the future opportunities, right? So by incorporating this positive thinking, positive psychology practices uh, into our daily lives, we can promote mental well-being and a flourishing life. So some strategies uh, to embrace the positive psychology or the positive thinking, uh, maybe like practicing positive self-talk. So uh, let me also, uh, Uh, explain a bit like replacing the uh, negative self-talk with positive and affirming statements can shift our mindset and promote self-believe and confidence. Also, uh, engaging in acts of kindness, so uh, like performing acts like kindness towards others can foster positive emotions and a sense of connection and a purpose. So surrounding oneself with positive influences, spending time with uh, supportive and uplifting individuals can have a positive impact on our mood and outlook on life. So engaging in positive activities also like pursuing your hobbies or whatever you uh, feel good like to do, engaging in activities uh, that bring joy and fulfillment and uh, Seeking experiences that promote positive emotions that can actually contribute to overall well-being and gratitude practice. So setting aside time each day to reflect on and express the gratitude for the positive aspects of life can actually foster a more positive mindset and enhance the well-being. So by embracing the positive psychology or positive mindset or positive thinking principles and the practices, individuals can actually foster a positive mindset, enhance their mental well-being and it leads to a more fulfilling and flourishing life. Now, so we have understood about our positive thinking, positive side, positive psychology. Now we should also understand about the impact of self-care. So we have uh, we have heard people talking about self care and uh, its importance. So let's also uh, understand about it. So it's self care and its impact actually emphasizes the importance of taking care of oneself, and it actually promotes to mental health and well being. So self care practices uh, involve uh, intentionally engaging in activities and behaviors that nurture and support our physical, emotional and psychological needs. So if we prioritize, so by prioritizing this self-care, we can reduce stress, enhance our mental health and maintain a balanced and fulfilling lifestyle. So nurturing the relationships is a kind of significant aspect of self-care. So like uh, building and maintaining the healthy relationships with family, friends, and the loved ones, uh, it provides emotional support, a sense of belonging, and a social connection. So these relationships play a crucial role in promoting mental well-being. Now, uh, if if I if I uh, have to make you uh, understand with an example, so uh, the example would be like like spending quality time with the loved ones. So we, we all love to do that. Right. So spending quality time with loved ones, engaging in meaningful conversations and expressing the gratitude and appreciation can actually strengthen relationships and foster a sense of emotional well-being. So cultivating positive and supportive relationships also provides a network of support during challenging times. So engaging in hobbies or the activities that brings joy and fulfillment is another essential element of self-care. So pursuing activities that we enjoy and that align with our interests and passions helps reduce stress and it enhances creativity and promotes a sense of fulfillment and purpose in life. So uh, like engaging in activities like Painting, playing, musical instruments, gardening, or participating in sports or whatever it can be. So can provide an outlet for self-expression, relaxation, and personal growth. So by dedicating time to our hobbies or things which we love to do, we can recharge, we can find joy, and experience a sense of accomplishment. So setting boundaries... Uh, is also a crucial or the critical aspects uh, for a self care practice. It involves establishing the limits and saying no whenever it's necessary. So it means that recognizing our own needs, values, and limitations and honoring them. So setting boundaries can help protect our mental health, prevent br- burnout, and maintain. A healthy work-life balance. So let me share an example on this. So setting boundaries uh, in the workplace by clearly defining working hours, taking breaks, and avoiding excessive workloads can promote mental well-being and prevent work-related stress. I know there will be a lot of uh, uh, there will be a lot of individuals who would say like uh, these are already defined, but how how can we take breaks? How can we take uh, uh, care of excessive loads so uh in this i would i would definitely say there are ways to do that there are ways to manage things uh, like if, if i talk uh take about an example of mine so if i need to take a, a call or maybe a, a meeting so i would rather prefer like putting my headphone and walking and taking uh, calls and taking uh, the notes because nowadays there are a lot of things available right so there are digital we are all using the digitized or the ai related uh, apps or a lot of things so we can use those uh uh, into our daily lives and we can take advantage of that so setting boundaries in personal relationships by communicating our needs and limits can also contribute a healthier and more fulfilling connections. So other self-care practices um, that promote mental health, it includes like prioritizing our physical health. So taking care of our physical well-being through exercise, nutritious eating, uh, sufficient sleep and practicing good hygiene supports overall mental well-being. Mindfulness and relaxation obviously it's the most important so engaging in mindful practices relaxation techniques such as deep breathing exercises meditation or taking time for uh, like quiet reflection can help reduce stress and promote mental clarity seeking support uh, i know like uh, this is the area where i have found a lot of cases i have come up with a lot of employees a lot of people that they uh, feel uh, shy about seeking support on this mental health uh they do not feel to communicate openly they uh somehow feels like if i if i share these things what what that person will feel like what that person will feel about me so i would rather say uh share things with someone whom you believe the most and uh it will be always better to know that person first and then you share plus uh Joining any support groups, joining any um, uh, support groups and uh, maybe sharing with your trusted friend or family member uh, or maybe professional counseling uh, actually help you. So asking for help is a form of self-care that can provide valuable guidance and perspective. So uh, also uh, unplugging and resting. So this is, I would say, this should be at our priority and be at the topmost thing because taking breaks from technology, creating boundaries around screen time and allowing ourselves time for rest and relaxation are the most crucial for mental well-being in a digital age. So by incorporating these self-care practices, into our daily lives we can nurture our mental health reduce stress and maintain a healthy balance so self care is not a selfish it is a necessary investment in our well being and overall quality of life now when we are talking about barriers let's also understand mental barriers so right now we are talking about boundaries creating boundaries and now let's understand overcoming the mental barriers so um it's it's like these mental barriers can include like fear self-doubt negative self-talk perfectionism and limiting beliefs about one's abilities so by understanding and challenging these barriers individuals can unlock their full potential and achieve personal growth so one common mental barrier is fear which often holds us back from taking uh, risks and pursuing new opportunities so fear of failure rejection or the uh, unknown can prevent us from stepping out of our own or maybe our comfort zones. So, overcoming this barrier requires acknowledging and understanding our fears, reframing them, and taking small steps towards facing and conquering them. So for example, uh, someone who dreams of starting their own business may be uh, held back by the fear of failure. So by challenging their fear. Reframing failure as a learning experience and taking small steps towards entrepreneurship, such as researching, networking, or starting a side project, like those individuals can gradually overcome their fear and move closer to their goals. Now, the second is self-doubt. So self-doubt is kind of another mental barrier that can hinder our personal growth because it involves like questioning our own abilities worth and potential for success so overcoming self doubt requires recognizing and challenging negative self talk building a self confidence and celebrating achievements no matter how small it is so for instance an individuals who uh, sorry so an individual who doubts their abilities to pursue a new career path may need to challenge their negative self talk and focus on their strengths and path or maybe if there are any past accomplishments by seeking support gaining new skills through training or education and taking incremental steps towards their desired career they can overcome self doubt and achieve their personal growth Another most important is uh, perfectionism, it's it's the mental barrier that hinders our personal growth as well. The relentless pursuit of perfection can lead to procrastination, self-criticism, and fear of failure. So overcoming this perfectionism involves embracing a growth mindset, setting realistic expectations, and focusing on progress rather than the perfection. So for example, a perfectionist may struggle to start a creative project due to the fear of it not being perfect, right? So by reframing their mindset to value learning and growth over flawless outcomes, setting achievable goals and celebrating their progress along the way, they can overcome the perfectionism and experience personal growth through their creative pursuits. Now, uh, belief is also in limited form. Like limiting beliefs are deeply ingrained through or maybe the thoughts and assumptions about ourselves and the world that hold us back from reaching our potential. So these beliefs uh, often stem from past experiences. So, societal uh, conditioning or maybe um, negative self perceptions. So, overcoming these beliefs, negative or maybe the limiting beliefs, requires challenging their vitality or uh, I would say the validity because uh, gathering evidence uh, to the contrary and replacing them with the empowering beliefs. So, this way can be, uh, limiting beliefs can be challenged. for instance like uh, someone who believes that they are not intelligent enough to pursue higher education may need to challenge this limiting belief by seeking examples examples of individuals with similar backgrounds who have succeeded academically by reframing their self-perception and gathering evidence of their abilities they can overcome their limiting beliefs and pursue personal growth through education also uh if, if i take an example of our daily life which i guess most of us come up with like whenever something is happening uh we sometimes think like i don't know whether i'll be able to do that i don't know uh how can i achieve this thing so kind of this kind of, uh, this kind of uh, thinking or maybe this kind of things if we avoid instead instead if you think like, okay, this one I can do it, let me try that. Oh, I can achieve that. So this way if you think, there will be a lot of change. So techniques to overcome these mental barriers can include like self-reflection and awareness. So, identifying and acknowledging the specific mental barriers and self-limiting beliefs that hinder personal growth. So, and also the restructuring. So, challenging negative or limiting thoughts and replacing them with more empowering and realistic beliefs. Goal setting. So, most of us are aware of that. There's a goal setting which we need to plan things and uh, action planning as well. So, setting clear goals and breaking them down into actionable steps to move forward. So, like, it, it, it also becomes more efficient for uh, mental barriers to overcome. Seeking support, I'll always prefer. So, engaging in conversation with your trusted friends, mentors, or professionals who can provide guidance, encouragement, and perspective. Visualization and Affirmations. So, using visualization techniques and positive affirmations to build confidence, envision success, and reprogram the mind with empowering beliefs. So, by activating or actively working to overcome mental barriers, people or the individual can unlock their potential, achieve personal growth, and create a more fulfilling and successful life. So, it requires self-awareness, resilience and a willingness to challenge and change ingrained thought or ingrained thought patterns. Let's talk about now about emotional intelligence. So uh, mostly we have heard about emotional intelligence and how to cultivate that. So uh, it involves like understanding the importance of emotional intelligence in various aspects of life. So which includes building meaningful relationships, managing emotions effectively, and achieving personal and professional success. Emotional intelligence also is the ability to recognize, understand, and manage one's own emotions as well as the ability to emphasize emphasize with uh, negative and the negative emotions of others as well. So, building meaningful relationships in one area where emotional intelligence plays a significant role. Like by understanding and managing the the emotions, we can communicate effectively, show empathy and develop deeper connections with others. Like emotional intelligence also allows us to be aware of and um, responsive to the emotions of those around us. Uh, fostering trust, understanding, and harmonious relationships. For example, uh, in a professional setting, a leader with high emotional intelligence can effectively manage their team by understanding the individual strength, motivations, and challenges of the team members. So they can uh, create a supportive and collaborative work environment that promotes productivity and engagement. So, managing these emotions is another crucial aspect of intelligence, emotional intelligence, I would say. So, it involves recognizing and understanding our own emotions as well as regulating them in an appropriate ways. So, by cultivating emotional intelligence, individuals can develop strategies to manage stress, handle conflicts, and make decisions effectively even in challenging situations. So for instance, like uh, someone with strong emotional intelligence might use techniques such as deep breathing, mindfulness, or seeking support from others to regulate their emotions during uh, high pressure situations. So by managing their emotions, they can respond in a calm and rational manner, fostering positive outcomes. Also, uh, achieving success is closely linked to emotional intelligence because people with higher emotional intelligence tend to have better self awareness interpersonal skills and adaptability all of which contribute to their success in various domains of their life which includes personal relationships career and leadership positions so for example like a salesperson with a high emotional intelligence can understand and connect with their customers on an emotional level, so which leads to increased trust, customer satisfaction, and sales success. So similarly, an effective leader with emotional intelligence can inspire and motivate their team, manage conflicts, and make sound decisions. That benefit the organization as a whole. So some of the strategies would be um, like self-reflection, like taking the time to reflect on and uh, understand one's own emotions, triggers, and patterns of behavior. So empathy uh, would be uh, practicing or putting oneself in other shoes, actively listening, and seeking to understand their perspectives and emotions. Regulation, I would say emotional regulation, uh, which it's a a developing techniques to manage and regulate one's own emotions, such as uh, deep breathing, mindfulness or journaling. So social awareness is also very important, Uh, paying attention to nonverbal cues, emotions and dynamics in social interactions to better understand others' emotions and needs. Effective communication, which I was talking about in the uh, prior stages, that people do not open up. So developing strong communication skills, including active listening, clear uh, expression of emotions, and non-judgmental responses. So by cultivating the emotional intelligence, individuals can enhance their personal and professional relationships, which help them to manage their emotions effectively and achieve a greater success in various areas of life. So it is an ongoing process that involves self-awareness, practice, and a genuine desire to understand and connect with oneself and others on an emotional level. Now, uh, we we have actually uh, learned about all most of the aspects of Uh, mental and emotional well-being a healthy mind for fulfilling healthy life now uh, we are in the digital age right so thriving in a digital age also uh, involves some adopting strategies to maintain the healthy digital balance and manage the screen time because most of us are uh, either with our mobile phones or maybe with our laptops or maybe with our iPads whatever it is so with the increasing prevalence of technology in our lives it is crucial to develop habits and practices that promote a healthy relationship with digital devices and ensure they enhance our overall well-being rather than detract from it so maintaining a healthy balanced or the digital balance involves finding the right equilibrium between technology use and other aspects of life so it means like uh, being intentional about the time spent on digital devices and ensuring that it does not interfere with essential activities such as work relationships physical health and self-care so if i give you an example uh, setting designated time blocks for specific activities such as uh, work or leisure and establishing boundaries around device using um, a device used during the certain periods can help maintain a healthy balance. So this may involve turning off notifications, creating device-free zones in the home, or setting aside a dedicated time for activities that do not involve screens, such as exercise or spending time in nature. So managing screen is i guess the most important aspect nowadays so managing screen time effectively is and i mean in this digital age is very important so excessive screen time can actually lead to feelings of overwhelm distraction and reduced productivity by managing the screen time we can actually improve focus mental clarity and overall being Strategies for managing screen time uh, can be like setting limits on daily usage, utilizing digital well-being tools available on devices, and uh, practicing mindful technology use. These approaches can involve uh, setting specific time restrictions using productivity apps or features that track and limit usage and Um, creating a personalized schedules that allocate time for both digital and non-digital activities. So, for example, um, individuals may choose to allocate a specific um, specific amount of time each day for tasks that require screen use, such as checking emails or engaging in social media and consciously disconnecting during designated periods, to engage in offline activities. So, leveraging uh, technology for mental well being involves utilizing digital resources and tools to support and enhance mental health so technology can provide access to various mental health applications online communities educational resources and therapeutic uh, interventions that can promote well-being and personal growth so for instance like individuals can leverage meditation or mindfulness apps to reduce stress and enhance emotional resilience so online support communities and therapy platforms can offer opportunities for connection sharing experiences and seeking professional help whenever needed. Educational resources or the podcasts uh, focused on mental health topics can provide valuable insights and strategies for self-improvement because it is essential to approach technology with intentionality and select tools and resources that align with personal goals and values finding a balance between utilizing technology for mental well-being and avoiding excessive reliance on uh, it is the it is the key I would say. So additional strategies would be in this uh, digital age uh, could be digital detox. So what is digital detox like taking intentional breaks from technology, such as unplugging for a day or participating in device-free activities. To recharge and engage in offline experiences. Uh, mindful technology use. So uh, practicing mindful mindfulness while using the digital devices, such as being fully present and aware of the impact of technology on emotions and well-being. Uh, digital boundaries, like setting boundaries around uh, digital engagement, such as avoiding device use more uh, before bedtime or during meals to create a space for rest and real-life connections. Also prioritizing the offline activities uh, such as actively engaging in hobbies, physical activities, social interactions and self-care practices that do not involve screens to maintain a balanced and fulfilling lifestyle. So by implementing these strategies, one can navigate the digital age in a way that supports their mental well-being, enhances the productivity and fosters a healthy balance between technology use and other aspects of life. So as, uh, as I already mentioned at the beginning of, uh, uh, beginning of this uh, event that I'll be sharing some inspiring stories. And at the end, I'll be uh, mentioning a few things about it. So, uh, or the actionable steps, I would say, rather. So, uh, inspiring stories like uh, involves like sharing real-life experiences and success stories of individuals who have prioritized their mental health and uh, witnessed transformative changes in their lives. So, these stories serve as a kind of powerful example of the impact that prioritizing mental health can have an overall well-being personal growth, and success. So, uh, one example of an inspiring story uh, is like that an individual who struggled with severe anxiety and depression, but took proactive steps to prioritize their mental health. So they sought professional help, engaged in therapy, and developed coping mechanisms such as mindfulness and self-care practices. Over the time, they noticed a significant improvement in their mental well-being, reduced anxiety levels, and an overall increase in happiness and life satisfaction. So, inspired by their own journey, they may have gone on to become mental health advocates, sharing their story to inspire others and raise awareness about the importance of mental health. Another inspiring story is like uh, someone uh, who experienced burnout due to work-related stress and an unhealthy lifestyle, recognizing it, uh, recognizing that uh, it was like taking on their mental and physical health, they made a conscious decision to prioritize self-care. Now, they have implemented strategies such as setting boundaries, engaging in regular exercise, practicing stress management techniques, and pursuing hobbies and interests outside of their work. So, as a result, they experienced a significant improvement in their overall well-being, increased productivity and a renewed sense of fulfillment in both their personal and professional lives. So, these, these kind of uh, stories actually highlight the transformative power of prioritizing our mental health. So, it demonstrates that the right support, self-awareness, and dedication. Individuals can overcome the challenges, improve their mental well-being, and create a positive change into their lives. So, uh, like uh, the benefits of sharing this inspiring stories are like uh, destigmatizing mental health. So, by openly discussing personal experiences, these uh, stories help break down the stigma surrounding uh, mental health issues, encouraging others to seek help and support, and also like provide hope and encouragement. So uh, with this, like inspiring stories actually uh, demonstrate that recovery and personal growth are possible, offering hope and encouragement to these who may be struggling with their mental health. So creating a sense of community like these kind of stories or uh, if you see people um, with this kind of past experiences, It fosters a sense of community and connection by showing individuals that they are not alone in their struggles and that others have faced similar challenges. Empowering and motivating others. So these uh, kind of stories or these kind of situations serve as a source of inspiration and uh, and motivation. Empowering individuals to prioritize their mental health and take Proactive steps towards well-being. It is always important to respect individuals. I mean, privacy and uh, consent when sharing their stories. So some individuals may choose to share their experiences publicly, while others may prefer not. Uh, I mean, to share their stories in more uh, intimate or private setting. So the focus should be always on promoting understanding, empathy, and support for mental health. So that is the reason I thought let me share these uh, stories with you without sharing any names, without sharing any locations, without sharing any other things. So um, now I was talking about actionable steps. So uh, it's it's a kind of tips and tools that individuals or people can implement in their daily lives to nurture a healthy mind and foster a fulfilling and balanced lifestyle. So this this uh. Uh, techniques or the steps or whatever you can say, are designed to be achievable, tangible and effective in promoting mental well-being and overall life satisfaction. So first thing I would say, prioritize the self-care. Make self-care a non-negotiable part of your routine. Engage in activities that promote relaxation, rejuvenation and personal fulfillment. This could include uh, activities such as practicing mindfulness or meditation, taking regular breaks, uh, engaging in hobbies, spending time in nature, or getting enough sleep. So like uh, as an example, set aside dedicated time each day for self-care activities, whether it's 15 minutes of meditation in the morning, an hour of reading before bed, or weekly yoga class or maybe zumba class it all depends on people's taste so totally okay with anything now uh, gratitude so you can practice gratitude so uh, like a daily gratitude practice by uh, reflecting on and appreciating the positive aspects of your life this will help shift your focus towards the things you are grateful for fostering a more positive outlook and increasing overall happiness like if i have to make you understand like uh, keep a gratitude journal and write down three things you are grateful for each day so this could be uh, as simple as beautiful sunset um, a kind gesture from a friend or a moment of personal achievement that or anything any any three things you would like to uh, mention which you feel good like now, uh, like meaningful connections. So, nurture and invest in your relationships with loved ones. Make time for meaningful conversations, shared experiences, and emotional support. Building and maintaining uh, strong social connections can contribute to a sense of belonging and improve mental well being. So, um, Here also, like schedule regular catch up calls or meetups with friends or the loved ones, Uh, engage in active listening, ask open-ended questions and be present during their or during your interactions. The fourth could be uh, set a realistic goals. So set realistic and achievable goals that uh, align with your values and aspirations. So break them down uh, into smaller, actionable steps to stay motivated and track progress. Celebrate milestones along the way to maintain the momentum. So if your goal is to start exercising regularly, set a realistic target of three workouts per week. Break it down further by uh, like scheduling specific days and times for exercise and gradually increasing the intensity or duration. Now, um, practice the mindfulness. So, cultivate a mindful approach to daily life by paying attention to the present moment with curiosity and non-judgment. So, engage in activities mindfully, such as uh, eating, walking or engaging in conversations to enhance focus, reduce stress, and improve overall well-being So like dedicate a few minutes each day to practice mindfulness meditation or engage in mindful breathing exercises. Like incorporate mindfulness into routine activities by bringing full awareness to your sense and task at hand. So uh, also managing the stress. So develop effective stress management techniques to cope with everyday pressures and challenges this would include practicing deep breathing exercises engaging in regular physical activity journaling or seeking support from a ther- uh, therapist or maybe the counselor or the professional uh, whom you uh, believe the most so uh, create a stress management toolkit that uh, includes strategies such as uh, deep breathing exercises like progressive muscle ten- uh, relaxation or uh, engaging in hobbies that bring you joy and relaxation seeking support i would always prefer don't 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 hesitate to seek professional help whenever you need a therapist or a counselor or a friend or anyone like can provide valuable guidance support and uh, tools uh, for managing mental health challenges And promoting overall well-being like uh, if you are struggling with persistent feelings or sadness or anxiety reach out to a mental health professional uh, to discuss your concerns and explore potential treatment options so always remember that these actionable steps are meant to be uh, customized to your individual needs and preferences okay so uh, Experiment with different strategies and find what works best for you. Consistency and a gradual approach are key to incorporating these practices into your daily life for long-term benefits. Also, uh, which I follow, I would like to share this with all of you, that uh, every morning, whenever you wake up, just think about uh, these five things or Maybe uh, you can write it out down, down somewhere and just you can, uh, when you wake up on your bed only, just think, or maybe if you want to chant, you can chant that. Um, this will actually help you or motivate you every day. So the first thing which I do, are the five things. So first one is, uh, whenever you woke up, just think, first thing is, I am the best. Second is, uh, you think like, I can do it alone. Third will be, God is always with me. Now, this part is like, uh, it, it differentiates. Like, if you believe in God, not believe in God, that is differently. That is a totally different. But uh, I'm sharing, which I do. So, uh, God is always with me. This is the third thing, which I uh, think. The fourth one, which I follow is, I am the winner. And the fifth one is, today is my day. So when you think about this five things, okay, so this will actually help you change the perspective. It will give you strength, a lot of inner strength, and it will give you a lot of motivation to fight uh, the everyday or daily routine things, which actually uh, makes you think uh, demotivated or think whatever it is. So these five things, if you follow, uh, definitely will find some change. but then again it uh, differs from individual to individuals but you can try so this is what I do follow and uh, this is this is the thing so thank you for joining joining me on this uh, LinkedIn audio event which focused on unleashing the power of a healthy mind or a fulfilling life I believe uh The discussion and the insights shared have provided you with valuable knowledge and uh, practical tools to enhance your mental well-being and uh, lead a balanced and fulfilling life. So, understanding the mind-body connection, uh, practicing the mindfulness, building resilience and uh, embracing the positive psychology, prioritizing self-care and overcoming mental barriers like Uh, And also being inspired by real life success stories have all been key uh, topics for exploration during this event today. So I I believe that by incorporating these principles into our lives, we can create positive changes and truly thrive in all aspects of life. So remember that the journey to a a healthy mind and a fulfilling life is an uh, ongoing process so it requires consistent effort self reflection and the willingness to embrace new habits and perspectives so we uh, encourage you to i mean so i like encourage you to take actionable steps discussed today and implement them into your daily day to day life so start small be patient with yourself and celebrate each milestone along the way so I would like to extend the thanks and like experiences which I shared with all of you. I would like to thank you for joining this and uh, the insights uh, have been uh, like I I believe it will bring some change to someone's life also. Uh, to our listeners, and because this this one you will also be able to see on my podcast. So uh, your presence and participation has actually made this ev- I mean event truly meaningful. So I encourage you to uh, continue uh, like sharing these stories and uh, do follow uh, my podcast. I have already shared this into the uh, comment section. Uh, the links I have shared, you can you can uh, read it, you can listen to it because there are uh, reading materials there are listening materials as well so uh, and lastly always remember by prioritizing our mental health we not only enhance our own well-being but also create a positive ripple effect in our communities and organizations so together let us unleash the power of a healthy mind and build a brighter future so thank you once again and I definitely look forward to connecting with you and future events. And also, also I'll request like please do uh, tune into my podcast. And it is healthy mind, healthy life. And uh, on uh, it's it's I, I try to bring experts and uh, experts in this field from uh, globally. And I create questions. I ask them uh, questions which will actually help people to understand this tab you better because uh, there are a lot of things uh, a lot of people faces but they do not open up so that is the main reason this podcast is all about where you'll be able to it's a kind of resource guide for you so you'll be able to learn a lot of things from here and if you want to share something if you want to uh, if, you, if you have any feedback do share your feedback on um, your favorite podcast platforms so and and thank you so much for joining this event Thank you.